If you're within five to 10 years of retirement, it's important to carefully review and adjust your financial plan so you can make a smooth transition into retirement. USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. A conversation and a get-together with Fred Sade on the podcast we call Money Matters USA. Fred Sade, of course, that's the name of his firm, a fiduciary firm, Money Matters USA. Fred Sade in the financial services arena for years. He is a fiduciary, contributes to many financial publications and websites, and has a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. And, Fred, we had a great conversation, as always. You know, last week we talked about so much, and we've got more to get into this week. I love the financial red zone, those years before you retire, doesn't that seem to be the best time to shift into retirement planning as opposed to waiting till the day before? Yeah, it, it, it is. And, you know, admittedly, some people have difficulty, you know, in adjusting. They just can't get out of that accumulation mindset. And most of them don't have a really wonderful retirement because they've got to keep on accumulating and they never really enjoy the, the, the fruits of what they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. But if you can make that transition and you're open to it and think about the fact that you've really accumulated the bulk of, of what you are going to accumulate and now you want to uh, enjoy it while you're young enough, while you're healthy enough to do that. So I think the the first step that you really have to take uh, is to decide what do you want your money to do for you? What are your goals? What's your purpose uh, with the with the, with that money? It's not merely a matter of um, getting to some magic number. What are you going to do when you get there? There has to be some purpose uh, to it. And um, you know, it work, if if you can, if you were willing to work with a competent uh, advisor, uh, then you you're really not looking just at numbers. You want you want to look at at the whole issue of the, the real fundamentals of what it is you you want to accomplish. What what, what do you see for yourself? What where do you want to live? What do you want to do? Uh, these are, these are really the most fundamental issues. I know it sounds like really soft, mamby-pamby stuff, but it's not. Not at all. Just say, you know, tell me what you got, and then I'll figure out if I want to work with you. And then, you know, move your money to me, and we'll do a little planning in between. So totally three meetings. You know, that's not really uh, where, you want to, where you want to go. So how, how much you have is not really the fundamental question is what do you want to do with your money mm-hmm. and maybe you have less uh, but it might it might be perfectly adequate uh, for what it is you you want to uh, accomplish and 
One of the things that does get neglected, what I think anybody who has retired successfully will tell you, that they have developed a budget. And um, that, that budget will show you what your expenses, what your income is. And, um, and then you can uh, look at what you're spending now and, and think about what your categories uh, are um, and um, try to live on that budget. Take a shot at it. Mm-hmm. See if see if it's realistic. If it's not, you you now is the time to make those adjustments and not wait until you're you know you're right at the uh, one yard line to figure it out. Figure it out now while you have time to to adjust. Speaking of time to make adjustments, what's that process like when you look at someone's investment strategy and how m- should it maybe evolve in that financial red zone? Well, look, the first thing that that we want to do is look at your risk tolerance and look at your risk capacity. And and both of those are measurable. Now, risk tolerance, admittedly, um, has a lot of psychological uh, aspect to it. It's psychometric. Uh, But but a person has a certain amount of risk that they are willing to take. It's, it's really w- what they're comfortable with. And uh, once you know what that is, then you want to look at risk capacity. And risk capacity, you know, gets, gets you into what we were just talking about a moment ago, uh, because now you're looking at, at, uh, at issues of what are you going to spend? How much money do you have? Where do you want to live? What do you want to spend your money on? What do you want to do? Those are, those are hard things. Your, your age, and, and these are, these are, the, are the real hard uh, issues. So uh, risk capacity is not psychometric. Um, it, it, it's, it's, fact, it's fact-based. Now, um, once you know what your risk tolerance and risk capacity is, then you can look at someone's portfolio or portfolios and say, what's the risk uh, uh, score of the portfolios? Because the portfolios have a risk score. Now, is there a variance between your risk tolerance and your risk capacity and the risk capacity and the risk tolerance, really, uh, risk tolerance, I should say, of, of the portfolios? So that's what you what, that's what you want to know. And then you have to look at what's my risk of failure. Because um, at, at this stage of, of your life, you cannot afford major losses. You're not young anymore. So you don't have, time is not on your side. So you want to limit losses so that recovery is, is relatively quick. Now, the market does go down and it does come up. And you don't want to be in a situation, you know, where it takes you uh, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 11 years to, you know, fully recover. You, you want to be able to recover very quickly. And that means you have to limit your, your downside uh, losses. So managing risk uh, in, uh, in retirement and uh, diversifying risk uh, is, is, is very uh, important because uh, risk is an, it has to contain an element of loss. So risk and volatility are not the same. Volatility doesn't mean you're going to lose. You can make money on volatility. It's risk that is that really uh, works against you, and 
uh, as I've indicated uh, previously, uh, sometimes risk is referred to as skew, S-K-E-W, mm-hmm. but skew and risk are, 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 are similar, and modern portfolio theory does not account for skew. So it's, it's important to, to recognize that. And um, then you want to bring the, your risk tolerance, your risk capacity, and the risk tolerance of the portfolios into balance. Do they have to be perfectly balanced? No, but they do have to limit downside loss. And looking at in the financial red zone when you're in those years still working, how do you help coach people maximize and even up their retirement savings? Well, the way you do, you do that really is, is through comprehensive analysis, uh, looking at their budgeting, looking at their spending priorities, their spending goals, and uh, you want to address: uh, Are you are you saving enough uh, to to reach your you know your your goals? Um, now, you're contributing to a 401k plan certainly uh, to get the to get the uh, free money, uh, which is the safe harbor match. Uh, is certainly important. Now, there may be a limit to uh, there may be a limit to how much money you want to put in tax deferreds, mm-hmm. uh, be, because eventually you have to pay the piper and pay taxes uh, on that. So, uh, while it's certainly desirable to have money in tax deferreds, it's also desirable to have money in after-tax and non-tax. Uh, accounts. So certainly maximize uh, the free money. After that, you have to look at, you know, your your other, the other places that, that you can put money uh, into because there is a distribution order and there's also a question of which assets should be held uh, in, in what order. So should you, which assets should you hold in tax deferred, which should you hold in tax free, and which should you hold in in taxable. And so all of these uh, come into uh, considerations, uh, consideration uh, for, you know, for, for you. It's not, it's, it's not an automatic, you shouldn't be on autopilot here. You actually had a, uh, a question uh, in the Stump the Guru segment last week about when to claim Social Security. That's part of that process with you. Yeah, it is. And uh, th- there's no right answer uh, for that, as we, as we uh, discussed uh, last week. But I think the best answer is, you know, look at your own situation. Uh, are you married or single? Is anybody depending uh, on your income? What's your health? Um do a longevity analysis, and, and then uh, get get a time period, a time frame, uh, somewhere between a 20, 10% to a 25% uh, probability of living to a certain age, and then think about uh, uh, what the survivor benefits are, are going to be. Because remember, one one check disappears uh, once the first the first spouse uh, uh, dies. So uh, we want we want to optimize uh, Social Security income based on a longevity analysis and see what we're looking at. You also should take into consideration the possibility that Social Security will be cut uh, at 23 percent. Uh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. We just don't know how this is, uh, you know, going to work out. And and don't don't get misled by the fact that Social Security has a trust fund. There are a lot of programs that the federal government operates uh, that have trust funds 
attached to them. Social Security is not the only one with a trust fund, and the IOUs that get dumped in have no value uh, in and of themselves until the Treasury sells bonds in order to monetize the, the IOUs that are in and of themselves worthless. Yeah, I'm... And, you know, we did talk a lot about that last week. It's important to make the right decision for you. And also, if they're in the red zone, this might be a good time to look at some some things you can implement uh, in consideration of what healthcare care out-of-pocket costs could be, maybe if you're eligible for an HSA. But what are some proactive measures we could take in that regard? Well, first first of all, I, I think you need to get a handle on, on, on estimated expense of, of what you're going to spend uh, in uh, in retirement, in terms of health care, get an understanding of Medicare coverage, the, the supplements, uh, the uh, IRMA charges, uh, the, the, the fact that you're, you're really paying uh, two taxes on Part B and then the cost of the supplement. Uh, and uh, you really have to think about uh, long-term care uh, insurance, uh, some form of long-term care insurance. Long-term care is an alternative source of income to protect your income and assets against the spend-down uh, that, that will uh, occur uh, when, when you will need some kind of uh, assistance. Uh, it doesn't, it's not necessarily in a nursing home. It could be adult daycare. Uh, it could be an assisted living. It could be home care. But at some point, all of us are, are going to be facing that because of, uh, you know, uh, of, of longevity. These yeah. are important uh, issues uh, for us. And, and again, we, we have, uh, I know this sounds like a shameless plug, but uh, maybe it is. But again, so we, have, we have a calculator that, uh, that we use that will allow us to evaluate uh, these kinds of costs uh, based on uh, longevity and, and based on uh, your, your health and whether or not you're in uh, excellent health, average health, poor health, whether you smoke, uh, use tobacco products, uh, uh, you know, have uh, heart disease, uh, diabetes, um, and so on. Uh, so all of these, uh, I mean, there is enough actuarial uh, information so that you can get a handle uh, on that and have an idea of what, what it is you're you know, you're, you're looking at. And, and once we're talking about spending money, I sort of uh, hinted at the, at the next point, if I can anticipate uh, what you're going to ask me, is uh, tax efficiency. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it depends on, you know, what assets do you have and what is the vehicle that's going to hold it? Is it going to be ta- a taxable vehicle, uh, a, a never tax vehicle, uh, or is it, or is it uh, going to be uh, an after-tax uh, vehicle that's subject uh, to capital gains uh, treatment, not only in your own lifetime, but also capital gain uh, at death uh, for, for your heirs? Uh, this is, the tax efficiency is really important because th- there can be uh, significant losses, uh, significant tax friction, and you want to you minimize the, the losses, minimize that that friction, but you also want to have the proper uh, amount in each of these three categories and and the distribution order and how you harvest income is vitally important as well. And that will not only determine what your taxes are, but it will also determine how much your portfolio and your other assets survive uh, to, uh, for, for you, for, for your spouse uh, and, and for your heirs. Uh, So uh, tax efficiency is vitally uh, important and it's it's often 
uh, ignored uh, because there's a Wall Street argument that tax efficiency should not be a consideration, and yet uh, it, it is. Well, and we're actually uh, getting ready to get into, speaking of tax strategies, uh, Roth and some reasons why you should at least take a look at Roth. But first, I'll mention how you can reach out to Fred and schedule with him wherever you are. A comprehensive review, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. So let's take a look at, at the some Roth um some things that make the Roth at least attractive to take a look at. For instance, you can take your contributions out if you need them. Is that right? Because everybody gets that confused yeah. with the five-year period. Yeah, yeah, because they're after tax. Yeah. So you've already paid the tax, so you, you, can, you can take that money out at any time. It's not a great idea, but if you're in a pinch and you don't have a, a choice, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it is available to you now what you can't do is is say i'm you know fund the roth and say oops made a mistake i want my money back uh, that recharacterizations cannot be done but you can always get your after, your after-tax contribution uh back okay that, yeah what you put in it, not the gains, and that applies to that, that five-year that period does apply on that. But now, when it's all said and done, um, and done properly, then, and with anticipation of tax rates going up, um, then what you pull out of there is tax-free, right? It's Yeah, absolutely, and you, you, want, to, you want to mix the tax-free uh, in uh, with the, um, you know, with, with, with taxable, um, uh, distributions, uh, because uh, that w- that is, you know, what you're concerned about, you know, is the uh, effective marginal, the effective marginal rate, not not the marginal rate. You know, you know, there, there, during pre before you are retired, you're paying taxes at a marginal rate, and, and basic and basically you're taking the tax you pay, divided into the taxable income, and you're going to get a number. So that's the number that you see on your uh, that your accountant or your tax preparer or your enrolled agent, or do it yourself. You know, in in the TurboTax or whatever you're using. Uh, and I'm not advocating, uh, you know, TurboTax. I'm just top of it just came mm-hmm. to my head. Uh, but the point is, you're going to get a number, and, and then the number is going to say you're in the blank bracket. Okay, so. Once you get into retirement, the tax code changes. It's completely, completely different. And once you turn Social Security on, now you're off and running because basically you can think of it in a number of different ways. You can think the simplest way to think of it is you have additional brackets that suddenly are, exist in between the statutory brackets. That's one way to think of it. Or you can think of it as additional taxes. Uh, that that get levied because the bra- the uh, marginal rates get uh, distorted, and then you and then you have the famous uh, tax torpedo or tax bazooka, uh, where you can be well over a hundred percent in uh, on on some parts of your income be- being taxed. Is it just a nasty uh, combination? So uh, and Social Security can either be tax free or. 50% could be included to, to be taxed or 85% could be included to be taxed. Uh, so uh, th- this is something that's called provisional income. And uh, we've talked about provisional income in the past. There is no one definition of pr- provisional 
income in the in the IRS code. It just depends on how it's being used or being defined in in additional in 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 which section. In this particular section, what we are are talking about is either fifty or eighty five percent of Social Security, uh, all retirement distributions that come from from accounts that need to be taxes taxed wages interest. Uh, dividends, capital gains, everything but Roths uh, or or loans on life insurance. Annuity income will also be subject to taxation. Now, you may have an exclusion ratio if you funded it uh, on a non-qualified basis, that is, on an after-tax basis. So, um, you know, all of these things need to be taken into consideration. And, uh, you know, Social Security Administration has a very nice online calculator, but fr- but frankly, it's not, it, it's very narrowly focused. And, and you, so our, again, shameless plug, I admit that, but we do have an excellent Social Security uh, calculator, and it will, and it will take into consideration what your gap, what your, uh, you know, income gap is mm-hmm. and then we have other software that will you know help you address the income gap and and assets and and all the things that we have been uh, talking about and you know ulti- ultimately we, we will we can develop a, a comprehensive plan we the plan is in writing you, you we give it to you in writing we also uh, lay out your your bill of rights this is all part of our red light on the dashboard program, we don't want you to um, fail to understand that you have a plan. It's not just products uh, uh, that that we are uh, using. Uh, so we can, we can help people understand where they're at and also uh, if they need a second opinion, and most people do, because people often think that, that Social Security planning or retirement planning or financial planning, they think that that's a one and done. I did that, and I don't have to do it again. That's silly. Uh, you, 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 things change. Nothing stays the same. So everything needs to be updated periodically. Uh, that's why you go to the doctor for, for your annual physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything, nothing stays the same. So everything needs to be looked at periodically. Uh, including your uh, your estate planning documents, because uh, a lot of estate planning today uh, is financial planning, and it just cannot be ignored. And we we do look at documents, and of course we do work with other uh, professionals, uh, CPAs, enrolled agents, uh, estate planning attorneys, elder law attorneys, and and, and so on. The, the whole the whole gamut of of, of people who are out there. Uh, who have particular skill set and, and professional qualifications that we don't that we don't have, and uh, we don't uh, claim to have them. Well, certainly worth uh, a conversation with Fred on looking at Roth as a possibility in your in your planning. There are many advantages, as Fred pointed out, where you can access your contributions. The the withdrawals later are tax free. Uh, it doesn't. It's not subject to that equation on Social Security provisional income, and also. No required minimum distributions. I mean, because you've already paid the, the taxes on it. So Fred will talk to you about that. Again, with Fred, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Uh, Fred mentioned the red light on the dashboard. You can access that at the website moneymattersusa.net, moneymattersusa.net. And we'll tell you how you can also use that same website to submit a question to Fred and see if you can stump the guru. We'll play that next. <laughs> 
Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, founder and managing director of this firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. Fred, well, you listen to the podcast. You know he knows his stuff. He's done this for years. He has a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. He now laser focuses on retirement planning and strategies, which he can with you. Very accessible. If you're listening to the podcast wherever, you can schedule with Fred with a call to 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And also, you can go to the website. Fred talks about the red light on the dashboard. Red light on the dashboard. That's available at moneymattersusa.net. You can click that tab. You can also click the podcast tab at moneymattersusa.net and listen to past podcasts. Also, you'll get the drop down there for Stump the Guru. And that's always how we close out the show, a question from a listener to see if they can stump the guru. And if you do, Fred, will make it worth your while. But either way, you got your question answered. So again, that's at moneymattersusa.net. Uh, Fred, uh, the uh, I understand, I believe the question from your uh, came from your post about last week's podcast seg- segment on how behavior impacts investment decisions. We looked at behavioral economics. Right. I, I think that's the case. But, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, it, I, 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 it's about Roths, but, you know, I think I think it's worth doing doing a deep dive. So I yeah. I selected it. Okay. Well, here's the way the question goes. They're saying that they asked their accountant if they should convert taxable IRA assets to a Roth during 2023. The accountant believes Roths are ineffective because they're tax inefficient, causing higher taxes due to the transaction. What do you think is what they're asking? Yeah, it's a, I, I think it's a great question. And, and, and it, there's no there's no issue with the fact that if you do a Roth conversion or contribution, you're engaging in in some form of tax play, some form of of tax arbitrage. And and I have no argument with the accountant uh, on on that particular point. Now, most accountants are focused, laser focused on how can I reduce your taxes today? And if possible, can I get you the largest possible refund? Well, that's where they're coming from. There's nothing wrong uh, with, with that with that uh, approach. However, um, I think that you know the 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 real issue here is how do you generate tax alpha? Uh, uh, let me give you a working definition. Uh, it may not be textbook, but it's it's a practical definition of tax alpha. It's really the the potential value that you can create by effectively managing taxes on your investments. In other words, what you're trying to do is tax is reduce tax friction. You may not be able to eliminate it, but you want to reduce it. And essentially, what you're saying is, how can I reduce the amount of money that I lose to taxation? That's the question. 
So we could even break this down and become a little bit more uh, granular about this on on the question of tax efficiency. Admittedly, you are going to pay taxes, but there are a lot of there are a lot of um, ways of doing Roth uh, conversions. And uh, some of these conversions can be tax-free. When you say, how could they be tax-free? Well, you can, you can con- certainly can convert up to the standard uh, deduction. That's a do-no-harm do no uh, approach. Uh, you're not going to convert a heck of a lot doing that, but you are going to be able to convert w- without, tax, without a tax cost. Um, you can convert more, uh, certainly through the 10, 12 percent bracket. You can convert more than, than that. You can convert to your average bracket over your lifetime. Um, I'm just, these are just four possibilities. There are, there are uh, others, probably 24 other uh, ways that you can do this, depending on how sophisticated you want to uh, get. So your question your next question is will taxes be higher in the future than they are today well you can decide what that is my answer is uh, yeah it's inevitable now but if you don't agree with that fine compare current tax rates against future tax rates and then look at the impact of the comparison it's going to be very dramatic uh, at first so your accountant is going to look like a hero uh, but uh, when you're looking at a longer period of time, let's say we're at 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, um, the impact of, of the tax today is, is going to diminish over that time period. Now, we also believe that the most effective Roth conversion is to use a taxable account. Why? Um, well, because we want we want to be subject to a situation in which, for ourselves or for our heirs, um, we want them to be looking at uh, at capital gains as opposed to ordinary income. Now, if you're going to trigger a vast amount of capital gains, well, that's a different story. And the next thing I, w- I would say is that as so far as tax alpha goes as a trading strategy, it's impractical because you, you, you've got to be full-time following the market and you're looking at both short-term and medium-term durations, especially if if you need these assets uh, to fund your retirement and your retirement lifestyle. So that that becomes a very real issue. So um, the most effective um, uh, use of tax alpha is if at the time of inheriting, your heirs are in a higher marginal tax bracket. Because then they're going to they're going to get capital gains treatment rather than ordinary income. So uh, here's my my ultimate take is that Roths are a tool, and like all tools, they're not for everyone, but they can be effective for some people. And you have to decide uh, if if they're going to be effective for you. And the only way to do that is not to use a, a free online calculator. They will give you some hint about that, but you know you 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 you're making major decisions using a free calculator. That's not in your best. That's not in your best interest. Now we do have a a calculator, and we pay for this calculator. And the cal- what the calculator will do is is uh, uh, help you determine if a Roth should be done this year. Uh, or if it should be staged over some period of time. Again, shameless plug, I admit that, uh, but it doesn't change the fact that we do have access to 
uh, to a calculator. It's a very sophisticated calculator. It will answer your questions. So that's that. That's my take. Yeah, and a, a great take on it as well. An excellent question. Thank, thank you so much for the questions. Keep them coming uh, on Stump the Guru with Fred. Again, just go to moneymattersusa.net and uh, click podcast. Then you'll get the drop down for Stump the Guru. It's really just that easy. Go to moneymattersusa.net. And again, if you want to call in and schedule with Fred a comprehensive review, and he does make these available limited at no cost, no obligation for those listening wherever you are you can call 800-593-8188 800-593-8188 well these podcasts drop every friday so thanks so much for staying with us we're gonna keep them coming money matters usa Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.